Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on jrootradio.com. And at 712-432-4217. Also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs to do his famous Kayach von der Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs' CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs' books are also on sale in stores, also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite alright, so I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, so this story is that I'm going to tell right now. How come you're rushing, Rabbi Yitzhiyerbs? Because I really don't know how long this story is going to take. But all I do know is a great story. So before I begin the story, uh, before I forget to forget, uh, but I have to remember before I remember, but in order not to forget what I have to remember, so... Uh, just tell us already. Uh, okay, sure. Okay, so... Uh, Boy, you're really excited about this story. Yes, I am. It's great lessons in it, and especially the main lesson, but, you know, but let me tell you something. Okay, are you listening? I'm listening. Everybody's listening. Oh, right. <laughs> We're on the radio. Right, I forgot about that. Okay, so anyway. Rabbi Herbs, usually telling me to calm down. I, 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 do I have to ask you? So I have to figure out how nicely I could say it to you because you're older and you're, I have to respect you. Rabbi, I love you. I, I mean, uh, okay, okay. So you got a point there. Okay, let me calm down. Okay, this story, once again, is sponsored as a foolish lamer. For Chaim Yosef Tzvi, Ben Sora Miriam, and for Rafuah Shalema, for Foyal Avram Yitzchak, Ben Gittel. Okay, now we got that out of the way. Now I want to start this story, because I hope I have enough time to finish it. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because well, I, I realized that the last time I told the story was by some place uh, about in the year 2014. 2014? Wow, over eight years ago. Wow. That's right. That's right. It was over eight years ago. And I just want to tell you that at that place where I took it, I mean, where I told it, because I, I took notes, and, and that story went for a very long time. So I, I, I got to finish this within our time. Okay, so here we go. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, uh, do I know the story? Am I telling the story? You're telling No, I'm telling the story. Okay, so here we go. And you're just going to sit back over there and be quiet. I am? You are. <laughs> I am. Okay. Okay, go ahead. All right, this story takes place during the 1700s. Now, there's a lot of details and a lot of things that happen in this story. 
And, uh, you know, it takes place in the 1700s. And the only problem is I don't remember exactly where it started out, but I do know which Rav, which Tzaddik it happened with. It happened with Rab Shimshin Wertheimer. Although everybody seems to call Rab Samson Wertheimer. But, uh, well, you know... Uh, Either it's because Samson is in English and like Samson, you know, whatever. But Shimshin, I don't know. That's the way I have it in my notes. Anyhow, so whatever it is, either Rab Samson Wertheimer, as he was known, or or as Rab Shimshin Wertheimer, which would be the Hebrew word, as far as I know. Okay, so anyways, uh, I know that that's a big Sonic that lived in Vienna. Uh, he was a big Sonic. He, he was born in 1658. He was Nifter in 1724. He lived 66 years, but you but those were quality years. Uh, yes, that is correct. And that is considered pretty long life in those time periods because of, because now medical stuff and things like that. He went through a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stories with him and everything. I, I know, and I want to tell one of them right now, if you don't mind. Oh, 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 go ahead. Yes, okay. So let me tell you what happened. Uh, you know, like some of the names I don't have, and so therefore I'm going to make them up and uh, because, you know, but the actual story is said to be true. Uh, can I vouch for it? Well, I saw it in a safe a long time ago, and I wasn't there at the time. So I don't know. I can't say yes. I can't say no. But the lessons are great, so I will tell it. Okay, so here we go. Uh, where are we going? I thought you are telling a story. You'll see. I want to finish it. Oh, yeah, I got it, got it, got it. Okay, go, go ahead, Robbie Herbs. Okay. Anyhow, so let me tell you this story. It happened in the 1700s, probably the early 1700s, anyways, between 1700 and 1724, because it couldn't happen past that, because Rav Shimshin Wertheimer was Nifta in 1724. Now, of course, he was in many other places. He was born in Worms, but I'm not going to talk about those things. I want to talk about, you know, the fact is that from 1684, he lived in Vienna, Austria. Okay, so therefore, I want to talk about those times and this particular story and now i want to switch to a uh, rab uh Fryum. okay and and, and uh, let's go uh Fryum. uh, uh Fryum, are you there uh, just a minute uh, one second i have to finish brushing my teeth a uh, Fryum, please don't worry don't worry we got time you know what i mean no, we don't got time, Ephraim, because, you know, we have to, uh, uh, you know, get this uh, uh, show on the road like they say. Ah, oh, I forgot, I forgot. This is J-Root Radio, not Wonder Words. Wonder Words, you can go as long as you want and uh, go over time. But it's all right. Oh, we have to finish in time. Okay. All right, I'm here now. Sorab Sanville. Bozokste. Eh? What do I say? What do I say? You listen to me. And uh, you're going to not be sorry. You know, Ephraim, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, you're a very well-to-do person, yes? Uh, yeah, well-to-do, you're talking about my belly? Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about your belly. That's not nice for me to say that you're a little bit on the heavier side. I'm not that heavy. I'm just, um, uh, I'm not a few hundred pounds overweight, just maybe 20 pounds overweight. Okay, anyways, 20 pounds overweight is not so bad. Anyhow... Uh, you know, my daughter, uh, my wonderful daughter Mindel, uh, we're talking about the Shidduch, and you said you have somebody. You know that my daughter is a very special girl, you know that? Uh, yes, 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 I know that, I know that, yeah, of course, of course, of course. You do can say that Mindel's an einzige, a one and only, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I have the Shidduch for you, and this boy, his name is Yehida, okay, and Yehida... Is a very special boy chick, okay? Now, Dame Bucherol, you hear that, is a very smart boy. And a glad to learn. And he likes to learn a lot. He learns quite a lot. A very big mashman. Now, um, he's asking him to marry your daughter, because I told him all about it. But you have to understand that he only wants to get married if uh, somebody will support him. So what's the problem? Let his parents support. <laughs> I'll make the chashne because I'm the father of the color. I'll make the chashne. It's okay, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a problem. You should let his parents support. No, 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 no. You don't understand. He comes from a very, very, very poor family. Extremely poor. And you are from a very wealthy family. So, you know, he has no money whatsoever. You understanding? He's not going to come into the Shidduch Midgild. He's coming in to learn. Understand? And he's asking him to marry your daughter 
if we could continue to learn Torah. Verstaat zich? Ja, oké. Je zingt al de middels, al de maandels. Oh, geweldig, geweldig, geweldig. Oké, niet dat een probleem. I'm asking. And you know what? I want to get a broche. You know, I'm going to be passing on a business trip. I'm going to go to Vienna. And over there, you know, the Eden, we call it in Yiddish, we say Wien, okay? Wien, Austria. I'm going to go there, and there's a great tzaddik there of Samson Wertheimer. You know, uh, he brought, I think his name is Rav Simpson Wertheimer. I heard this from Rabbi Herbs one time, he was telling me. But anyways, you know, uh, I saw, anyway, so he's going to go to Rav Samson uh, Wertheimer. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, whatever, you know, I mean, I- I'm going to go. Wait, uh, Rabbi Herbs, who's going? Me or you? No, no, you're going. I'm going, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna on a business trip and I'm going to stop in. That's right. And so, sure enough, that's exactly what Ephraim did. Ephraim went over and he went all the way to Vienna, Austria, to do his business dealings. And then he stopped by by Rab Shimshin Wertheimer. Also known as Rab Samson Wertheimer. So he stopped by. And he came into the shoe. And he walked over to the shamus over there. And shooting man, excuse me, are you the shamus? Talking to me? Oh, Shalbalaikim. Which can you think about I? What can I do by you? Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to know if I could see the rabbi right now. Uh, one second. Let me see if he'll see you. One second. Achulik, Rab Samson. Uh, so do I hear that wants to see you? Well, if there is a year to come to see me, zicher, zicher, please, by all means, send him in. Let me see him. Shalom Aleichem, was macht euch? Let me introduce you. Uh, my name is Ephraim, and I've been a businessman. Baruch Hashem, I've been gebenched. I'm blessed with, uh, you know, a, a successful business. I'm Baruch Hashem, making a sack guilt, you know, for stice and this is gewaldig because ich mach Geld, was heißt? And then because I'm making so much money, I just want to tell you that um, the fact is that since I'm making so much money, I could marry off my daughter, Baruch Hashem. And I just want you to know, I, I would like a bracha from the Rebbe. I see. And what do you need me for a bracha? I mean, it seems to me that Hashem blessed you already. You're well to do. What is this bracha about? And this bracha, his name is Yehida, was nice And Yehida is a very nice boy, very fine midos, and he's a very big marksman. But he's very, very poor. He has no guilt. Doing this, nothing, nothing. I mean, I will have to support him because he wants to learn Torah. But because he's a big marksman and he has such wonderful midos, I want to take him for my son-in-law. I want to marry my daughter Mindel. So can I come and abruche? Avada, 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 Avada. Ah, you have the right, uh, you know, the, the right intentions, and you have Mamish Givaldic, your your whole uh, idea of what you should be looking for in a Shidduch is Givaldic. You're 100% right. You're supposed to be looking for Midas, and a person should be a Ben I see you have chosen well. So I give you a bracha. That uh, your daughter, uh, Mindel, and this boy, Yehuda, should be zeichet to build mamas, a bias, nemen, be Israel. Okay? Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay? Very nice. Okay. Zeichet. 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 Thank you very much. Okay. Very good. Very good. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is Kevaldi. Ah, I got a bruche. And let me now make the chasne. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, the arrangements were made when the chasne date would be and so on and so forth. Now, we all know that friends could be good. Uh-huh. And friends could be bad. Uh-huh. And friends could be in between. Uh-huh. And Yossi could be quiet. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay, so we all know that when it comes to, you know, people getting advice, it's sometimes best that friends be quiet and not say anything. You know, sometimes friends give good advice. 
Sometimes they give bad advice. And sometimes when they're giving bad advice, they think they're giving good advice. And they think they know better. When you have a doubt about something, okay, you see, this I'll allow you to answer. Okay, if you have a doubt about something, what is the best thing you should do? Uh, besides talking to your parents, of course you got to talk to Das Torah. That's right. Talk to Das Torah. Now, uh, Mindel had a couple of friends, and uh, they meant well, but they, they're not exactly the type that <laughs> discuss Das Torah, apparently. They think, you know, because you know why. I know there are some people that really have a Shiloh, but they think they know the answer to the Shiloh, so they don't ask the Shiloh. So if you don't ask the Shiloh, you don't get an answer for something that you might not want to hear, right? Right. You got that right. So when her friends, uh, which was uh, Cyril and Peril and Sprinzer, when they heard that their friend Mindel became a collar, they were so happy for her. But when they were by the vault and they saw this poor Yehuda, whoa. So they took <laughs> Mindel aside and they said, you know something, I was just thinking, you know, uh, we've been friends for a long time, and we got married first, and you were holding out because you were looking for a Talmud Chacham. Well, guess what? We married Talmud Chachamim too, but they work, you know. Well, I don't have to worry about work because my Tati is going to support us. And he said so. That was the deal he made with my cousin. So I'm not worried. Oh, please. Oh, come on, Mindel. Don't be so naive. What do you mean, Peril? Oh, please. Come on. You know, in the middle of the night, you suddenly have a craving for some food. Uh, in the middle of the night, uh, and maybe a, a tree falls on your house, and you got to have it removed. you got to go wake up your father in the middle of the night and tell him you have to have it removed because you can't get money to go remove it without him? Come on. The best thing to do is... When you get married, sure you have to marry a Tal Chacham. Sure you have to marry a Ben Taira. We did also. But you know, when we got married, we made sure that our husbands are uh, a learner, earner, you know. Oh, I know what you mean. They, they work and then they learn later on. So they're really an earner, learner, not necessarily learner, earner. Well, my husband gets up very early. What do you mean, Sprinzer? Uh, he's a learner-earner, because before davening he goes to a shear, and then he davens, and then he goes to work, you know? Oh, I hear you, but I'm not worried. Listen to me. We mean it for your own good. That's right. We mean it for your own good. That's right. We mean it for your own good. And, of course, all our friends were telling the same thing. Now, I personally think, from knowing the story and reading up on that story, I think that their friends were jealous because they didn't have anybody that could support them, so unless the husbands worked. And yes, they were must meet them, they learned. There's no question about it. But here, ah, good old Mindel, she waited long enough to get married so she could find a good Ben Taira. Someone that's going to sit and learn all day long. And she was so happy and she thanked Hashem that she was blessed with the fact that her father could support them. And that's exactly what was going to happen. As it got closer to the chasana, her friends were bugging her more and more. You can't even begin to imagine. Hey... If you ask me, I would say you should break up this, this shidduch. It's not worth it. I mean, I mean, what happens if your father goes on vacation? And then, let's say your food gets spoiled and you need food. So what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? That's right. What are you going to do? Yes. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, yes. You're going to have a problem. Ay, ay, ay. I'm telling you. You should call it off. 
Oh, we're not saying you shouldn't marry a bento. Of course you should. But you need somebody. When you get married, you need to have a living. Somebody has to make money. You can't rely on your father. I mean, let's say your chair breaks. Well, or the table collapses. Well, while your tati's on vacation. Or he's on a business trip. You're going to sit there without a table? Because you can't afford to get one? Come on. I mean, you know, let's say your shoes rip. You're going to walk around barefoot until you can get money from your father to fix your shoes? Come on. We're telling you. Uh, No, 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 no. I'm going to marry him. And sure enough, the chasne came. And people were singing and dancing. And of course, it was a beautiful wedding. And of course, the Masonic condition was going to be Rab Shimshin Wertheimer, but he told Ephraim, I'm very sorry, but you know that I'm also the finance minister over here in Vienna for the government, and I have a very tight schedule, and right now I cannot fit in to become the uh, Masada Gadushin. I'm very sorry, but you have my brachas. And of course... Oh, Fry went over and said, All right, I understand but as long as I got your brocha from a big tzaddik, I'm, I'm happy enough. Okay, not a problem. And so, sure enough, he had that brocha, but he wasn't the Masada Kedushin. But somebody else was Masada Kedushin, and don't ask me who he was. So who was he? I said not to ask me, but I am. I mean, I'm curious, was he a big tzaddik? I'm sure he was, but just like I don't remember what the name of the shtetl is that they lived in, and I don't remember who the real Masada Kedushin was, but it was somebody, Erlich and Chashim, could be the rob of the town, you know what I mean? So whatever it is, that's what it was. And so, true to his word, Ephraim said, All right, I had this little house built for you, it's big enough for you, and even when you have a few children, you'll be able to stay here. And when the time comes, if I'm still working, I'm still able to, I'm not too old, and I can still support you, I'll get you a bigger house if you need it, all right? And I'm going to give you whatever you need. Just here's some money now. Here you go. This is for food money, all right? Everything good, gesund. Anything you need, don't be afraid to call me. Okay, Tati, thank you. Uh, yes, my dear father-in-law, uh, Adank, uh, thank you so much. I, I, I really don't know how to thank you. Uh, you just did. Okay, that's all right. Don't worry about the thing. And so, sure enough, they were married. And after the week of the Schaefer Brachis, her friend started in with her. So, where is your chasen Yehuda now? He went to work yet? Oh, no. He didn't go to work. You know that he doesn't work. Well, unless you want to call it work. But he, he it's its a work of love. He loves to learn. But, you know, he's a real masman. He's not like others who go and sit in the base of Medrash and make believe they're learning. He really learns. <laughs> you really think so? <laughs> I'm sure he just sister takes up the place. And then when somebody comes in, then he struggles back and forth. Nobody can sit there and learn so much unless they're big tzaddik. Well, maybe my husband is going to grow to be a big tzaddik. How do you like that? <laughs> this I gotta say. This I gotta say. Well, you will. And so, sure enough, day after day, week after week, and finally, it was starting to get to him. Or oh, actually, to her first. Well, what did you mean to him? Uh, well, I was jumping ahead of the story because I was looking at the clock, and I want to try to be able to fit the whole story within this hour. Do you think I can do that? Uh, it depends how many times I interrupt. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, of course you could. Yeah, 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 sure. Go, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. So anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So one day, when you start hearing, actually, before the one day, I got to tell you a few days before the one day, when you start hearing... Somebody hocking you a chinik. Ah, uh, what's a chinik? Uh, the tea kettle. I mean, you know, it's just an expression. Anyways, when you, when you, you know, somebody keeps knocking into your head, oh, your husband is lazy, oh, your husband is lazy. If somebody keeps hocking that in, 
And eventually, you start thinking so. And so, the words were starting to get to her. I, I don't get it. What's your problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, we're married. We're happily married. You see, we're always smiling. We have Kindler, Can I know <laughs> But you know... Yes, you know, let me tell you something. What we got is happiness because we don't have to come crying to our tatis and say, Papa, we need money for this. Papa, can you help me with this? Because Baruch Hashem, our husbands are working. Yes, I hear you. I hear everything you're saying. But I don't mind going to my father. Oh, come on, you're a big girl already. That's right. You're a big girl already, and somebody your age <laughs> should be old enough to take care of herself. You're married now. Well, you can still come to your tati and ask him for things. Oh, come on. It should be embarrassing. If I was in your shoes, I would be embarrassing. I mean, I would be embarrassed, you know. And so would I. And so would I. Oh, really? Well, I'm not. But eventually it started to kick in. And one of them started to hack a tiny. Well, just for the fun of it, I asked my husband to check in on your husband. And he said that your husband shakes back and forth. And every now and then he dozes off sleeping. And then he pops his head up suddenly. <laughs> Told you nobody could sit there that long unless they're a big tonic. I told you my husband is a big tonic. Well... Well, yeah, I'm sure he is. And, of course, she was starting to have little doubts. But she didn't go to Das Torah, and she didn't tell her husband what she felt. It was very, very interesting. So, she decided one day, Well, my friends, maybe they're right. I mean, I have three of my best friends. <laughs> At least I think they're my best friends. They have my interest in my mind. I mean, their mind. I mean, I'm in their mind. I mean, my mind is in their mind. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I mind what I'm minding. But, uh, I mean, they, they're thinking about me. They care about me because I'm their friend. Um, you know what? I'll ask my husband to work. Yes, that's what I'll do. And so, when her husband came home that night, she served him supper. Here's your supper. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're really a very good cook. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, 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 yes. You know, it's so because you agreed to this agreement that I had with your father that I'm able to sit and learn like that. Who knows? Maybe I'll be able to steig away and, and who knows what will be in the future. You know what I mean? You know, uh, as long as I have the gadol to be able to sit and learn, ah, Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, talk to me about what? You're learning. Uh, yeah. Oh, you want to talk on learning? I, I I thought that when I tried to talk on learning with you, it's like too deep. <laughs> I didn't mean to talk about the Gemara you're learning. I mean about your learning, learning. Uh, about my learning, learning? I'm not sure I follow. Well, you see, what I want to talk to you about is, um, you know, you're learning? Yes, I am learning, yes. Well, I was just thinking. Uh, yeah, thinking about what? That maybe, you know, um, you know, we are married. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, I'm so happy. You're such a wonderful person. I'm so happy. You're, you're such a great wife. So, so what's the problem? Well, I was just thinking, you know, it's nice that you learn. I like it very much. But, uh, but, uh-oh, I detect something in your voice. Yes. So I just was wondering that, Maybe, you know, now that you're married and everything, I can't just go to my father every time. <laughs> What's the problem? He said he doesn't mind. He said as long as Hashem gives him the kayak and he's working and he's successful in his business, he'll support me as long as possible. So this way I could learn. And that's the only reason why I agreed to the Shidduch. I mean, of course, Yemidah's Tovah's also help. But, you know, my, my second qualification, I should be able to sit and learn uninterrupted, was the greater part of my, 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 my thing. You know that. Yes, I know. But I was just thinking you still learn. 
You can learn in the morning, and you can learn late at night if you want to just go to sleep later. I was just thinking that maybe, just maybe, you should go to work somewhat so we can have some money and have emergency reserve. Uh-oh. I don't know where you're getting these thoughts from. Uh, are you hanging around with your friends? Well, of course I hang around my friends. I mean, what do you want me to do when you go and learn? Uh-huh. I see. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. You know, friends could be good. And friends could be bad. And in your case, it's very possible that your friends are not giving you good advice. You know what I mean? So if I were you... I would just think maybe twice, three times, four times, a thousand times uh, before you jump to conclusions and ask me to work. Because I had a deal with your father, and he agreed, and I agreed. And so that's that. So I'm not going to work, so please do not try to convince me to, you know, to go to work. I'm not ready for it yet. I still want to learn. I still want to learn. For real. You know what I mean? I hear. Okay. And so she left it go for a little while. But after a while, her friends started bugging her again. <laughs> so your husband is lazy. Doesn't want to go to work. That's right. Your husband is lazy. Oh, yes. Your husband is real lazy. <laughs> you just have to keep asking him until he's successful. I mean, I remember, uh, was it last week your father went on a business trip for a few days? Yes, he did. What about it? Well, how did you do with food? Well, um, my husband didn't mind, but we didn't have so much. I mean, I used the leftovers, what we had. Uh-huh. And did I see correctly there was a broken chair on the outside? Did you ever fight with your husband? Did he throw a chair at you? Oh, please. Chas for Sholem. Why are you even talking like that? Oh, so then what happened? Yeah, what happened? Well, um, I mean, oh, um, the, ch the chair broke, and you know what I mean? So, uh, we had to throw it out. And when did you get a new chair? Um, a few days later when my father came home. <laughs> but if your husband was working, you wouldn't have to wait that long. <laughs> I'm telling you, you need your husband to work. And so, sure enough, bugging day after day from hearing from her friends who thought they knew better. And not once did their friends say, well, don't take our word for it. Go talk to Dastaira. Nope. They didn't do that at all. Instead, they thought that they were equal to Das Terra because they thought they were experienced because all three of them were married. All three of them had children. All three of them had husbands that were B'nai Terra, and they worked. <laughs> the only one that's not, uh, you know, uh, that is, the only one that doesn't have a husband that's working is, of course, Mindel. And finally, Mindel would start bugging almost every day. You know, um, Yehuda, uh, I was just thinking out loud. Uh, yeah, sure, uh, Mindel, think out loud. I, I love to have a conversation with you. W what is it? Well, do you remember when our chair broke? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, do you remember how you had to sit for three days? Uh, yeah, yeah, and that old wooden crate that was outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it wasn't so bad. It's like sitting on a bench in the base of Medrash or something. Yes, but, you know, that wasn't becoming for a Talmud Chacham like you. So what are you trying to say? You want to tell me? Yes, I want to tell you that you should go to work so that we're not stuck without any money, even for a short time. I'm not saying that you have to work a lot, just enough that we could have some money for emergencies like we had the other day. And then we were running out of food. I don't know about you. You said you weren't so hungry, but I was pretty hungry. Oh, please, please. You have to stop this crazy idea. I have a deal with your father, and I'm satisfied. Look, I know he's a businessman, and I know that once in a while he's going to have this problem that he can't uh, give us money right away because he's traveling or doing business. I'm aware of that. But you know what? I have no problem waiting. I'm used to it. I grew up poor. I never knew riches. I grew up with days where I didn't have food. I'm okay with it. Don't worry. But I'm not. 
I, I'm, I am worried. Oh, please, stop it. Don't worry. But day after day, her friends hocked her. And finally, she continued hocking her husband. And was bothering her husband very much. And so, the husband, Yehuda, he went to Rabbi Ephraim. Uh, you know, <laughs> while your daughter's out by her friends... You know that your daughter has some wonderful friends, but, you know, I, I, I don't want to speak Lashon Horachas for Shalom, but they're putting poisonous ideas in your daughter Mendel, which is now my wife. Really? What kind of crazy ideas? I'm not sure I follow. What, what are the crazy ideas? Well, they, they keep telling that, that, that Mendel should speak to me, that I should go to work. What did they know? They don't know nothing. I said I would support, and that's what I'm doing. You're not satisfied with that? I am very satisfied with it. I'm extremely satisfied. I have no problem whatsoever with it. You don't have? No. But, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, sometimes I travel and I can't give you money right away. I could live with that. I lived my whole life like that. It was poor all the time. I have no problem. Uh, really? No problem. No, not at all. I, I'm okay with it. Just please, can you speak to Mendel to stop bothering me so much? She just, every day when I come home for supper, that's all I hear about. Instead of, you know, uh, the, the good stuff, I'm hearing, you're going to go to work, going to go to work, going to go to work. You know, it, it's getting to me. It's getting harder and harder for me to have patience. Uh, all right, I'm going to have a talk with my daughter. Okay. And so, sure enough, he went to have a talk with his daughter when Yehuda went to learn. And Minda, yes, Tati, how are you? Nice of you to come by during the daytime. Aren't you uh, working today? Yes, I am, but I took a little break. I need to talk to you. It's very, very important. Yes, what is it? I want you to understand. You have a wonderful, wonderful chassan, you know? And we call him a chassan against you. You understand that? Anyhow... He's a wonderful boy, a wonderful midas right? Yes. And he also is a very big masbid. Yes. Anyways, I just want you to know that it's starting to get him. Why are you bothering him that he should go to work? He is not supposed to go to work. I have a deal with him. And as long as I can keep the deal going, he doesn't have to work. So what's your problem? Why you keep asking him to go to work? Don't I give you enough money? Oh, yes, you do. But there's sometimes when you go on a business trip and then we run out of money. Well, then other time when the cheer broke. Ah, come on. So it's a few days. What's the big deal? Uh, please, do me a favor. Stop bothering him, okay? Okay. And so for a few days it lasted. But then the friends would go, Well... Is your husband working yet? <laughs> well, is your husband working? Is your husband working? No, he's not. He's learning. Oh, please. And of course, it got to her again. And so when he came home for supper, you know, he was just thinking. Oh, uh, yeah, he was thinking about making me a, uh, one of my favorite dishes for supper. That's great. I like that. Well, I was just thinking that maybe, just maybe, you should go to work and maybe look for a job tomorrow. Oh, no, not again. Uh, didn't your father speak to you? Yes, he did. But, you know, I think I'm a married person. I can make my own decisions. And I think that you should go to work because it will benefit both of us. You know what? You know what? Um. Uh, you know, like, um, I see supper's not 100% ready, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to the base of Medrash now, okay? I'll come back a little later, okay? But wait a minute, we didn't finish talking. I, I'm finished for now, okay? But, uh, goodbye, see you. And he slammed the door shut. And he left, but he didn't go back to the base of Medrash. He left town. He didn't have anything with him. Tipped the clothing on his back, but then again, that's the way he came into the marriage. And he went and he traveled. And he finally made it, because he was going by foot, he finally made it to Wien, Vienna, Austria, where Abshimshin Wertheimer was. And he came in to speak to him, and he knocked on the door. Ah, yes, yes, I was there. Ah, I remember you. Ah, you're the person that they talked about. You have perfect description. You look exactly like 
Yehuda, right? You married Ephraim's daughter? Good decision. And of course, he told over the whole story. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I these friends. Ay, 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 ay. Ah, we have to think of a plan. A plan? <laughs> I can't go back to her like that. You know, talking about work and work. Well, maybe we could work something. Work, work, work something out. And he didn't hear the whole thing that Rabbi Wertheimer said. Instead, he was so furious and so angry, he left Rabbi Wertheimer. And he was not heard from for a long period of time. Meanwhile, back at home, uh, you know, Mindel went to her father. You know something, Tati? Um, uh, my husband went back to learn basic medrash because supper wasn't ready, and maybe he fell asleep there. Could you please check it out? Yeah, sure, no problem. I'll go check it out right away. I'm on my way. I am Okay, I'm here in the basic medrash. Ah, wait, no, I don't see him. Uh, excuse me, go over there. Yes, what is it? Uh, did you see my son-in-law, Yehuda? No, he's not here. He went home for shopping. I didn't see him since then. Ah, okay. Very nice. Okay, very, very interesting. Alright, And so finally, after a few days, they realized something terribly was wrong. And they didn't know what to do. And they had no idea where he was. The weeks were going by, and Mindel was getting very, very lonely. And so she went over to visit her friends. Uh, hello there, Cyril. How are you? Oh, how are you? How's everything? Everything okay? Uh, yes, um, except for um, my husband. Oh, what happened with your husband? Well, um, you know, um, he's not home. Oh, so wait for him. He went to work, probably. No, he didn't go to work. Uh, he got upset that I talked about work, and then he slammed the door and left. He said he was going to the base of Madras, and we didn't hear from him. Oh, he's in the base of Madras, right? No, he's not in the base of Madras. Oh, not in the base of Madras either. Uh, well, where could he be? I have no idea, but you know what? You're my friend. Um, maybe we could spend some time together. You know, I'm getting lonely. Oh, I'm sorry. I have my family, and I have to take care of my husband. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I, 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 I can't help. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, 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 could you please give me some ideas? I mean, you're one of the ones who told me I should get my husband to work, and maybe have some ideas how I can get my husband back, how I can find him. Oh, no, 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 that's your problem. Uh, uh, you have to take care of yourself. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 I wish I could help you, but, but, but I can't. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> and typical, like many friends who think they know better than Das Tera, that you don't even have to ask Das Tera, and they give you advice, and when it backfires, uh, they're not there to help and bail you out of your problem. No, 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 just like this one. And she went to the other friend. Um, Cyril, could you help me out? Can you help me find my husband? Oh, that's terrible. So your husband went away, and uh, you don't even know where. Uh, he didn't go to work. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I'm so busy. I can't spend time with you now. Um, um no. Uh, I have my own family. Uh, Maybe you have an idea how I could get my husband back or how I could find him? Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, um, um, that's your problem. Uh, I, I, I didn't create that problem. What do you mean? You told me I should ask my husband to work. You were one of them. Oh, oh, oh yeah, but, but I don't know how you how you handle that. You should be talking nicely to your husband. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I have to go now. Uh, my, my kindle are crying. I don't hear them. Uh, when I pinch them, they'll cry. <laughs> oh, you see, my, my children are crying. I have to take care of them. Goodbye. See you. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. Sprinter, Sprinter. Uh, let me knock on the door. Sprinter. Uh, just a minute. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, hello there. How are you? Well, you don't look so happy. What's the matter? Your husband got fired from his job because I, I didn't see you in a while. <laughs> My husband didn't get fired from a job because he didn't have a job. Huh? What do you mean? Uh, uh, what's going on? Well, uh, it's over a month already. My husband, uh, 
um, he got very angry when I said that he should go find a job, and he slammed the door shut. He said he was going to the basement madrish, and, and he hasn't been seen since. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I wish I could help you, but, you know, my, I have my family over here, my kindleach and everything, and then my husband's going to come home soon for supper. And so, uh, but that'll be four hours from now. Uh, four hours is a long time. I, I have to watch the supper cook. But you have time. Uh, well, you know, I have to start it early. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, I have to check the lettuce for bugs uh, 700 times, okay? Uh, goodbye. Uh, but do you have any idea how I can get my husband back? Uh, that, that's your problem. You made that problem. That's your problem. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry. Huh? What's going on here? Huh? What kind of friends are these? First they give me advice, and then they don't even help me out when it backfires. <laughs> I should have listened to my tati. What am I going to do? And so, time would have it. A few months went by. And nothing was going on. This Chassin Yehuda never came back. He didn't return to Rab Samson uh, where time either. He didn't return to him either. No one had any clue where he was. They had no idea where he was. Meanwhile, the father, Ephraim, was very sad. Ah, this is terrible. Why did my daughter Mendel have to listen to her friends and she should have talked to that story? I don't understand. Oy, 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 oy. Oy, why didn't I talk to that story's right? Oy, 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 oy. And of course, there was this person in town by the name of Shmulek. And it happens to be that he was an older person. Not so old, when I say old. But for a bacha, he was pretty old. That means he wasn't married yet, and he was always looking to try to find someone with money so he shouldn't have to work so hard. And he was looking around and said, Well, 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 I was just thinking to myself, <laughs> You know, it seems to be that Mendel's husband, Yehuda, he's gone for a long time. He's out of picture. Well, you know what? I have an idea. Maybe I could eventually find a way that I could marry Mendel, and then I'll be uh, Ephraim's son-in-law, and then I'll have all the money I need, and when the time comes, I'll yarshen it. <laughs> because Mendel is an only child. <laughs> all right, let me go through my plan. And so, Shmulek came over to Ephraim, uh, so listen here, Ephraim, here's my plan. It's a very simple plan. Okay, you know, I'm willing to try to find a Hussian and bring him back, you know what I mean? Or if he wants to give a get, I'll get him to give a get, you know what I mean? Uh, but you know, I don't know, I could be gone for a week, I could be gone for a month, I could be a couple of months, I don't know. So you know what, uh, I, I, I don't want to charge you by the hour, because then you're going to think that I'm stealing from you. You know what, I'll charge you a flat rate. You give me 1,000 rubles, and I am going to find your son-in-law or get him to give a get. One of the two, okay? Uh, uh, all right, it sounds like a good idea. I'm asking him. I give him the money in advance. And sure enough, he gave him the money in advance because he trusted him. And he went traveling and looking around, and he was not Zaycha to find Yehuda. Finally started thinking, ah, you know... I'm making some money here like this, but I, 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 I'm also traveling all over two months trying to find him. What's going on? I don't know where he disappeared to. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just had an idea. Uh, who is that poor man over there? Uh, uh, um, excuse me, sir. What's your name? My name is Shuki. Shuki. You understand? Shuki is my name. I'm a schnurrer. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. So how much you make during a week? Maybe a gross meal, a copeg deer. Some people pay me a half a slate. Some people pay me with rubles, a quarter ruble, whatever. I don't make much. <laughs> how would you like to make 100 rubles? Hey, it's not like me. Make a hundred rubles? 
How is that possible? It's very simple. If you do exactly what I say, I'm going to get you 100 rubles. Okay, listen, here's the plan. Can you do that? Yes, I could do that. For 100 rubles? Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure enough, next thing you know, he shows up into a bezden. He comes into the bezden <coughs> with this guy, Shuki, and Shuki claims, Yes, my name is Yehuda, and I'm married to the Frime's daughter, and I decided that this marriage is not for me. I want to give a get. You know, first I went away to clear my head, but now I have my head clear, and I decided this marriage is not for me. I want to give a get. And so, sure enough, they got together, just like he figured they would. They got Adem together, and they wrote up a get, and he signed it also, the fake guy that is, signed it as though he was really Yehuda, and the Besson gave the get, and he had to get. And he traveled back, and he gave the get, and he said, well, that's it. I was pretty successful. At least, you know, I got you to get. Now your daughter can get married again. If that's what you want, you know, she can get married. Okay? Not that problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Now the next part of my plan. Okay. Ah, there's the Shantran. Shanbun. Yes, yes. What is it? What is it? What is it? Ah, uh, listen here. I can't do the shidduch, you know what I mean? I can't read it because I'm not gay, but whatever. But you can. I'm not sure I follow. What is it? Well, you know, uh, now that Mindel has a get, you know, so she can get married again. She's no longer going to go now. And I want to marry her. But I can't read the shidduch because I'm the one that got her to get. You know what I mean? So it looks too much to get to get You know, maybe you could read the shidduch. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> For you, I could do this. But you know, I know you're a shady character. <laughs> so because you're a shady character, I tell you what. I will do it for you if you pay me good money in advance. All right, uh, how's 200 uh, rubles? Ah, okay, I read the shidduch. And sure enough, he read the shidduch. And he agreed to the shidduch. And then Ephraim had an interesting idea. Wait a second. I have a great, great idea. Why don't I travel to Wien and talk to the Rebbe over there, Rabbi Wertheimer, and ask him if he would be the Masadi Kedushin this time around? Yeah, maybe maybe this time he can fit in the schedule. And so Ephraim headed out to Wien, known as Vienna, Austria. But meanwhile, before he got there, guess who got there first? Yehuda came on the door. Uh, who is there? Uh, it's me, um, Yehuda. Yehuda? Huh? Baruch Hashem, please, come in, come in. Uh, sure. <coughs> okay, I- I'm inside here. Uh, please, please, sit down. You must be hungry. Uh, let me give you something. Uh, no, it's all right. I, I just... Want to ask the Rav of Mechila? I, I, I'm very, very sorry, but, um, you know, I shouldn't have ran out. I was just, you know, upset and everything, and, and I, I really wanted the marriage to work out because she really does have good meters and everything, but she was listening too much to her friends over there. So, I I mean, you know. Uh, I, I hear, I hear, I hear, but uh, unfortunately, you gave the get, didn't you? I g- gave the get? Uh, what what are you talking about? I I, I didn't give any get. I I, I, I I don't know what you mean. Uh, you didn't give a get. You didn't give to the Bezdin, and he told what Bezdin it was and every. No, of course not. I, I was learning in the yeshiva uh, near Warsaw and everything, you know. And, and then you know, like uh, I had a chance to clear my head, and I thought, you know, like I should come by and listen to what your plan was. Uh huh. I hear. Well, now we have a new plan. Okay. You know, if you go back and you say you're the husband, it's not going to happen. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> because, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ephraim is coming. I, I don't want him to see you. Please, go into the other room. Uh, oh, oh, my, my father. Uh, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And so he went to the other room, and Ephraim came. So, Rabbi, as I was saying, so now that uh, my daughter has to get, and now she can get married again, she's no longer a I would like to ask... The rabbit to be in the Masada 
Kedushin. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. Very interesting. So you want me to be the Masada Kedushin? Uh-huh. Okay. Let me see if I can fit in my schedule. Oh, okay. So whenever I come between this and this time that I'm telling you now, uh, if you can make the Hasana during that time, then I can be the Masada Kedushin. That's commanding. I'll do that. And sure enough, he did that. And then after Ephraim left, he called Yehuda back in. So listen here, Yehuda. Listen to me very carefully. I don't know who this shady character is, this Shmuel, but he's obviously not an Erlech Yid, and not a trustworthy Yid. So this is the plan, because if you try to stop the wedding, that a wedding, she's going to get married, but she's in a guna. Ah, yes, yes. I know, you know that and I know that, but somebody forged your signature. Somebody said he was you, and the Besden thought it was you, and they had witnesses and everything. So they get, and they will see you come back, they'll think you changed your mind and want to marry her again. Nope, they won't believe you. So here's my plan. Huh, what do you say? Wow, I like that plan. Wow, I can imagine what your first plan would have been if I would have had the patience to listen instead of being angry and upset. Okay, we're going to do it. And sure enough, the day of the chasna came. The day of the chasna came. And everybody's waiting. And finally, uh, you know, uh, Yehuda was there in disguise. And Shmulek was over there. And he was led up to the front. And before they called the kala out, at the come, you know, like first they bring out the chosen. And of course, after he came out, and they're about to call the kala, and the kala comes out, and the kala comes forward, and before the, you know, the Masada uh, Kedushin, which is Rabur Taima, before he could, you know, say the brochas and be makadish them, the part of the plan started to happen. All of a sudden, there was a voice in the back. Excuse me, pardon me, Shmolek, Yoho, you owe me a thousand dollars. Um, can you please pay up? I found out where you live now. Uh, excuse me, I'm in the middle of getting married now. Uh, if you don't mind, I, I, I don't know you nothing. I don't even know you. What are you talking about? You don't recognize me? No, I don't. Well, you borrowed $1,000 from me. I, I don't remember anything. I don't know you. I don't know you at all. Oh, in that case, let me come closer. And, of course, he was so loud, the whole oilum heard it. And he walks up closer, and he gets closer and closer. And suddenly, he takes off the hat. And he brushes his hair a little bit and it straightens out his beard a bit. So now, maybe you recognize me now? And all of a sudden, at that moment, Mindel says, Yehuda, is that you? But you gave a get, didn't you? <laughs> no, I did not give a get. Sorry to tell you that. But... This person, Shmulek, he brought a get. He said you gave it. Oh, really? He didn't even recognize me. So how could he say he got me to give a get? He probably had someone else to pose like me. And at that moment, Abuertimer said, Hmm, I see. This is not a real get that you have then. Ah, we see Mina Shemayim that she was saved. Because otherwise she would be considered a married woman, marry somebody else, and you would have been marrying a married woman. Terrible, terrible Averis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mina Shemayim, the wedding is off. Ay, ay, ay. What do I do with all this food? Not a problem. Now you make this Asuda's Haidah. Asuda's Haidah. Geraldi, everybody stay. It's Asuda's Haidah. My son in law came back. And, and you want to stay married? Yes, I do. And. And Mindel? I do, I do. And if you don't want to work, you don't have to. You want to learn all day? Fine. And if my father's out on a business trip, that's fine too. I'll wait. I'll be patient just like you. And what about your friends? Ha <laughs> ha! Those are not my friends. Ha! Huh. 
and sure enough, she learned real fast who her friends are. And of course, they had a happy marriage, and they were able to have children and everything, beautiful mishpacha and everything like that. Now, as far as Shmuel goes, eh, there was a small little paragraph at the end of the story that said he, he was so shamed and so embarrassed, he went to another town, and then when he was dominating Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, his heart awoken that he should do some tshuva, and supposedly he did tshuva. That's the way that story ends over there. And the three friends, uh, they didn't talk for a while with uh, Mindel because they were so ashamed. And sure enough, they learned a lesson that they should never, ever forget. And nobody should forget. And when you have problems, then don't just rely on your friends just like that. If it's something that requires Das Torah, then that's what you should be doing. Wow, Rabbi Yerbs, you made it. That's all the time you have. So it's time to say goodbye. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Have a good Shabbos. Goodbye. Goodbye.